Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. <laughs> this is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back, Posse. <laughs> oh, hey, Posse. Hey, y'all. Gang, gang. Jazz, mm, yes, really? Gang, gang. <laughs> you got cicada gang over there, girl. Mm-hmm. Now, now, listen. I'm on quarantine again. Yo, <laughs> period. Yo, like it's it's. I thought that I wasn't gonna have them outside of my house. Like I wasn't seeing shells or anything. But as it's getting warmer, they are emerging, and I thought that I was mentally prepared, and I'm not. I'm just not. Yeah, I hear the the warm weather is gonna bring more of them out. So. Yeah, it's about to get real out here in these streets. It's crazy because last summer was completely canceled because of COVID. Now, the next, how many weeks, Jess? Uh, Well, they said four to six weeks for them to start dying off. That doesn't mean that they'll be gone by six weeks. It means that we'll see less and less and gradually we won't see any anymore. So you're saying the whole summer effectively will be oh, cicada yeah, 2021 is canceled ew. ew that's ew, crazy ew. y'all so for those of you who don't live on the east coast or in maryland where we're you know the epicenter of epicenter like, yes like, why why we gotta be all that like they are the way that they are clustered in some places is sickening and everybody says oh well they can't do anything to you they can't bite you First of all, it's just a mental thing. Like, who wants a big, nasty bug stuck to them? Nobody. I just don't like touching me. So, like, the thoughts. thoughts. (laughs) Well, I I will say I've heard that there are some wonderful dishes that are coming out of cicadas. Um, There are some vegetables mixed with cicadas. Evidently, they taste like shrimp, guys. Well, you let us know, Celeste, because I won't be the one to try (laughs) No thanks. Mm, all right, enough with this cicada talk because <laughs> it's just gonna make me mad. Um, we gonna get into our episode, so we are going to start off as we start off every podcast with our royal moment. And our royal moment is a time where we salute some queens doing some amazing things. So this week's royal moment is going to. All of the queens and even the kings who have graduated um, high school, college during this pandemic, because I know that it was not easy getting Mm -hmm. through school during this time, like having to either be on campus, then leave campus because it was shut down and come back or just navigating it all. And if you were, you know, doing all virtual, that is not easy as a college student, high school, no student, all virtual is not easy. So being able to get the grades to at least graduate is a huge accomplishment. I want to take back off of that. I also want to include in there the schools that were able to make the the graduations happen. Because I know like it's not easy at all to have that many people in a specific location. So kudos to the students, but also kudos to the schools for figuring it out and making it happen this year. Because I know everything got canceled last year and now they're doing like a live graduations on YouTube. I went to one graduation in a different state and they had chairs like spaced out 
six feet apart. So, I mean, we were spread out, but they made it work. Did, yeah, did they have I would like say a limited number of tickets. No, there oh, wasn't okay. a cap on the amount of tickets for the graduates. They had them one chair, six feet. Well, I don't think it was six feet. It was more like three, but <laughs> one chair space, another chair. And then for the families, they had three chairs together and then space all around those. And then another three chairs. So they, they made it work. So kudos to them as well. Yeah, I think the word for 2020 and 2021 is sacrifice. Like everyone at some point has had to make some sacrifices. So definitely shout out to everyone who was able to still succeed and graduate from whatever level of education. Definitely kudos to them. Yes. All right. So moving forward, we are going to move into our sis second. And our sis second is where we fix those raggedy. Trifling. No, trifling. Oh, trifling. Oh, trifling. Crown. Today. Y'all should already know who got the story today. No. That we see <laughs> around the town. So, Celeste, tell us about them trifling raggedy crowns that we got to fix. I don't even know why I put so much emphasis. I think it's just because people just really agitate me. Like, my soul, my spirit. And I just have to leave the premises. So, <laughs> I have went to... Um, you know, having a almost two year old, he still gets into stuff. So my AirPods, it's it was a whole situation, and I just got them like a couple of months ago. But anywho, I had to go to Apple to replace my AirPods. So they don't just let you walk. You know, I used to back pre COVID, you used right. to just walk in the store, mind your business, go yeah. get what you want, whatever. No, you cannot walk in the store at all. You have to wait in line, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's two seconds here. The first one goes to um, the young lady who doesn't seem to realize that you have, like, there's rules, right? The, the email says if you purchase something online, you have to show your ID in order to pick it up. I think that's totally reasonable. Like, who are you to just come like pick up? Or that's the case everywhere. <laughs> right. Like, you have to show your identification. Like, I don't even understand why there's a problem. But anyway. Evidently, it was a young girl. She didn't have real ID. She had a school. I, it was a whole situation. But the girl, like, almost went off. She was like, I'm really about to fight her, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, so you're going to fight the Apple Associate because you didn't bring your ID to pick up your online. Per- like, I don't even know why we're, like, why are you mad? It, there's there's instructions. There's policies and procedures, as I mentioned on the last episode. It's policies and procedures to everything. People hate those. People, and, and, and they and they blame the wrong person. For yes. I didn't even make it. I just got to follow it. It's my job. It's the blame for me. They hate them. It's that they feel like they're exempt. Like the policies and procedures don't apply to them. Right. Which <laughs> irritates me, which is reasons why I be, I'm very sure to read very clearly like what I need to do. Like for my AirPods, I had, I was able to swap them out, but I was reading the email very clearly as to what I needed to do. Make sure I bring this, that, and a third. So I don't have no problems because then you looking stupid and it's really your fault. Anyway, so that was her. And then evidently the guy in the line drank from the same water because he had an attitude because he did not have his mask up all the way. He went ham on it must have been like the apple security guy whatever like went ham on him talking about he was about to fight him cussed cu- completely cussed him out because he wouldn't wear his mask up on his face and i'm like yo we are over a year into this pandemic like, it's why not brand still, new. like why are we still arguing over mask wearing 
Like this could potentially be, I mean, they're talking about vaccinated people don't have to wear it, whatever. But yeah. this is kind of sort of our new norm. Like there may be a time that, um, you know, in the winter that we all have to go back to wearing masks, whether you're vaccinated or not. This is now a part of our life. So yeah, it, like, goes, come on, y'all. it goes to what Jess said. Like people just think that they special, that they exempt from exempt. the village just because yeah. you feel like, oh, well, I don't have no COVID. I don't have to do this. It's like, sir, like you don't know what other people have that right. you could be inhaling because you don't have your mask all the way up. And like, you just like, we're trying to keep everybody safe. It's not about you. We're not at your house. Like just follow right. the rules in public. You don't pay any bills here, bro. Like, so my concern about that was I thought he was really going to punch the security guy in the face. Like I literally thought they was about to scrap and I'm like a little bit behind them. So my, with Ronan, so I'm concerned that they about to fight and then they're going to trip over my stroller and then Ronan going to hit the floor. Right. Like, I'm just like seeing all this play out in my head and I'm just like, y'all, please, like, it's really not this serious. So anyway, I digress, but let's let's follow the policies and procedures and let's just chill. Like it didn't have to be all of that for even one of them. It wasn't that serious. So, so the, the takeaway, the takeaway for this whole uh, second is y'all policies and procedures are put in place for a reason. If you don't want to follow them, don't go to the establishment <laughs> where they're in place. Like, like it's not your home. Like stay home. They are not your rules. Yeah, you feel like you can do whatever you want. Do what you want in your home. Don't put other people yeah. in jeopardy because you're mad. Like period. Yes. Period. And and, <laughs> and have a whole show and a whole song and dance for everyone to see. Like at, sometimes I feel like people is doing it to cause a show. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, that's all my seconds for all the people. Who chill? All right. Well. Let us get into what we are going to talk about today. And um, our subject for today is nothing to prove. Now, 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 you, some of you may say, well, see, those people ain't had nothing to prove. Like, they could just do what they, nah, nah, nah. We ain't talking about that. We ain't talking about having nothing to prove um, so you're going to do what you want. Um, I mean, in some aspects, but within reason when we're talking about having nothing to prove so we'll get deeper into it um with our with our conversation because sometimes some things can be taken so broadly where people can twist it and turn it into a negative thing where like oh i don't got nothing to prove i can do whatever i want to but no having nothing to prove but still doing like rules apply to you right 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 all right so let's just get into it um jess Take us on a journey of having nothing to prove. Okay, so on today's segment of Where is Jess P? So you guys know that I work in the real estate industry and I always tell people that I feel like real estate, well, I won't use that term, but I, okay, let me see how I can put this in a, a better way than I normally tell people. Um, so you have your, your talkers and your doers. So in real estate, it's more of a popularity contest. And the more popular people are popular because they're talkers. They talk the game. They say whatever it is that you want to hear. And you think that they are the richest people. They have the most business. And then there's the doers, the people who actually do the work, who are running their business, who are successful, but they don't 
they don't talk about it because they really have nothing to prove, okay? So I'm one of those doers. I'm not a real estate agent, but I'm that person that I can show you better than I can tell you. Um, and so I struggle in real estate <laughs> because you have those people who are like, oh my gosh, I really love, let's say Nick, for instance. I really love Nick. He's all about his business. He told, he recommended this book to read. He is like, he's so successful. I want to be like Nick. Meanwhile, I'm looking at Nick like, hold on. I, I know Nick. Like I know Nick's business. Nick, he ain't sold a thing. But you think that Nick has sold everything because he just told you all this mess and it's not true, but anyway, because he he a big talker. Because he's so a it's a it's a saying. There's a saying that's um, have more than you show and speak less than you know. So it's along the same lines. He doing all that talking, and but don't have nothing to show for it. But you, you can't but you, back it up. You can't back yeah, it up. you can't back it up, right? But because of this, I struggle in real estate because. I always feel like I have to prove and I don't want to talk. Like I can show you better than I can tell you. I don't want to talk about it. Let me just show you that I can do it. And real estate is all always about proving how you can work for other people. Like they, you have to pitch yourself. And so because of that, I struggle. And like, I just had this conversation with my therapist. Like, I think I have PTSD because I always feel like I have to prove my value to whoever it is that I'm working with. And so he reminded me like, but do you know who you are? And I was like, yeah, I know who I am. But still, I feel like I have to prove myself. And he was like, why do you have to prove yourself? Like, do you know who you are? And then he was like, and do you know who you are or whose you are? And I thought about it and I was like, you're right. There's, there's no reason for me to have to prove myself or to even feel like I have to prove my value to people in this industry when I know exactly who I am and what I bring to the table and whose I am. So all of this proving yourself in real estate, like, no, it's, I'm not doing right. it. And I feel like it comes with confidence and like security and who you are, like you said. So like when you know who you are, you know what you bring to the table, you know, you bad, you a beast, you this, that, and a third. You don't really have to do all of that talking. You don't have to prove yourself because you're secure in who you are. So Mr. Nick, he probably isn't that secure in who he is and he know his numbers ain't up to par. So that's why he doing all that talking because he's trying to create this facade to make it appear is, is is something that is not really not something that it really isn't exactly and I just had this call earlier today with this marketing firm because we're trying to you know start some partnerships and at the end of her pitch she pretty much was like and we'll see if we want to be in business with you and I was like hold up <laughs> I thought you were proving yourself to me what, what you mean if you want to be in business with me because they had nothing to prove just just <laughs> <laughs> already knew the game she was like I, there's nothing for me to prove I know what I bring to the table so exactly. I, I want to work with you I said and that's the attitude that we all need to have exactly. <laughs> and, that, and, and so and so that reminds me of um an aha moment in looking for employment um 
because so often we want to let the employers know that we're such a good fit for their job and we're yes. trying to impress them instead of like, you know what? No, this is why y'all need me. Yeah. This is why, you know, yes. you need me and looking at it from that, like, how are you going to add to my life instead of saying, no, I want to work for you, but no, how can this job, like you got to kind of flip it. Like how can this job add to my life and let me let them know my worth so that they can understand why they need me rather than me just trying to prove myself as to why um, I need them type thing, like just changing that mindset. So that that actually happened to me. So when I was leaving my last job and switching over to my new job, um, I went from a culture of prove yourself to I'm not proving myself because I know what I bring to the table. And when I started with the new job, they hit me with a question like, okay, so what services do you offer? And I switched it and I said, okay, well, tell me about your business and I can let you know <laughs> what you need and uh, why I should be in business with you <laughs> pretty much. Right. Like how you can, like where, what gaps they have and how you can help them fill their gaps. So basically I didn't even tell them how I could fill their gaps. I pretty much talked about their business and showed them that they had a need. And they were like, oh, the fact that she is so well-versed in this information and knows the solutions, we need her. So they were like, oh, we need you, as opposed to me saying, I need this job. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, moral of the story here is you have nothing to prove when you know who you are and what you bring to the table. Absolutely. And not to be too audacious. Don't get a little, don't, don't be cocky with it, right? No. Like you have to remain oh <laughs> no, no, hold and up. Humble. <laughs> not okay. That's just yes. came off like a little like eh, eh, eh. But and that's <laughs> cool. And that's the thing. When you when you're surrounded by people, like-minded people and people who support support you, they should be like, oh yeah, justice, the eh, eh, Maya's da da da. You know, because you know who you are and you know what your your the people around you bring to the table. So I know my friends is bomb. So I don't have a you know what I'm trying to say. Like it's cool to talk like that. But out here in the world only do it when you can back it up though. <laughs> oh definitely yeah. But you do have to come across humble but confident at the same time. So Celeste, do you have any C B secrets about having nothing to prove? I do. So on today's segment of CB Secrets. I want to talk about how I am such a competitive person. And um, so on my fitness journey, I usually do my best when I'm competing with someone. Mm. So when there's a challenge, yeah. <laughs> whenever there's a challenge, I that's when I get like real, it really motivates me, I'll say. And so um, actually my cousin and I, we always, we're both really competitive. So that's we know when when we need to amp up our fitness we we come up with a challenge for each other and that's how we stay motivated because we're very competitive Flunt, you know just friendly competition nothing nothing too heavy and too serious but i said all that to say at the same time when you when you're a competitive person like me i have to also remember i don't have anything to prove to anyone else this is it's really about proving something to myself I just leverage a competition to achieve my goals at the same time. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. That. <laughs> yes. 
that um definitely makes sense and it's it's funny because um so i posted a picture yesterday and i'm just legit so a lot of times when you're like on a weight loss journey um you can't always see like some of the results so like in certain pictures i'm like okay squats y'all working right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> y'all you know, coming you, through y'all peeking through a little bit right, y'all peeking right. through y'all coming through and so um yesterday i posted a picture like literally it wasn't like oh let me take 30,000 pictures and see which one is a good one i had started recording some of my workout so i could like compile it cuz some people like ask me what i do and things like that so um i had already had my phone on i normally don't when i'm working out but i did and so I had put the phone down and I took a picture and I was like, oh, this picture is legit. And I posted it. And like two people said, oh, like that's a thirst trap picture. And I'm like, I didn't even look at the picture like that. Like I was like, oh, shoot. Like I can see my results like in my legs. And that's literally why I posted it. Like it was no like, oh, let me like it was no right, hidden it agenda. It. Right. But I'm right. like. I'm glad that I knew what myself and my intentions was and I didn't have to approve or, oh, let me take that it. That she wasn't like, trying to show off for anybody like, else. Oh. Right. Because even you messaged me about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm really happy I'm seeing some results <laughs> in this picture. Like, that was my whole thing. So, yeah, because like, I definitely messaged you and was like, oh, you showing off now. <laughs> Like, but no, in a in a way <laughs> but for me like you said it was more so like oh she popping out now like like you said now I like you said you may not be able to see your results and other people might not even be able to receive your results um depending upon how long you you know how far you've progressed right. but it's more so that confidence that I, I know I look good that kind of thing you know what I mean but yeah, like, I, I think that that's the thing, Um, just being like, yo, I, I don't even owe an explanation, like, for certain things. Like, if it's for me and I know my intentions, like, I don't owe an explanation. Like, it just is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. So what I want to dive into today really quickly is... um setting SMART goals. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that acronym. SMART is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So really quickly, um, specific is you have to know what your goal is, how to accomplish accomplish it, and why the goal is important. So again, not to prove it to anybody else, but to, from, from, this is me speaking for myself. It's, it's not for me to prove to anyone else, oh, I can, I can run a half marathon or I can do this and a third It's to prove to myself what I can do and what, that I can achieve a goal I set out to, um, to accomplish measurable, make sure you keep track of your progress, whatever that is, you know, some people are using the waist bees now, um, clothes are always a good way. Unfortunately, my kryptonite is the scale, which is not good, but some people away, just throw it away. (laughs) I have relocated it in my house. So I now only weigh myself like a few times a week. But anyway, um, make sure your goals are attainable. So they need to be achievable within your current ability. So for me, I know that I can't go jogging every single day at at 2 p.m. It's not going to work for my work schedule. It's not going to work for my family. It's just there's several reasons why that's not going to work. So make sure that your goals are attainable and that you can achieve them in your current um, situation or, or status. Um, realistic, make sure that you don't set the bar too high. Even if you have, say your ultimate goal is to lose 50 pounds or to run a marathon, baby steps, boom. So maybe we should start with a 5k, right? Before we take up the 26 miles, let's do three. Yeah. Like (laughs) let's do three miles first. Um, so make sure they're realistic 
and also time bound. So set your target date for when you want to reach your goals. So if you do want to run a 5K in September, make sure you know, okay, here's map out. Okay, here's what I have to do in order to reach that goal by September. And then um, just a few other tips. Know your why. And I'll, I'll actually stop at that because the rest of these tips, I feel like pale in comparison of knowing your why. Again, you have nothing to prove to anyone else. And when your why is big enough, it's nothing or no one that can come in your way of achieving your goal. Amen, sis. And boom. <laughs> boom, like, boom. Drop the mic. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. So, um, well, just a couple things. Um, and I was going to use this as my motivational moment, but I found something else that I wanted to talk about um, when it comes to there's nothing to prove. But what you just said as far as your why. So uh, one of the quotes that I was looking at was don't expect people to understand your grind when God didn't give them your vision. Um, because again, that's that's your why. So other people may not always support it. Everybody may not always understand it. Um, so the other day, like one of my friends from high school who I didn't even know, like paid attention to my pictures, like literally reposted um, and had something really nice to say. And I'm like, wow, you never know who's supporting you. You never know who's watching you. And then I um, made a whole post about like some people who you may feel like should be your biggest supporters or you expect support from may not even support you, but you keep going because there are other people looking. And then another person who I don't talk to, um, she. I can't even remember who it was at this point, but was like, thank you. I needed to hear that. Right. So again, like don't allow other people to stop what you got right. going on. Um, right. And also I, it's funny because I have posted, I think both of you all voted on the poll. Um, I have posted about a potential career change mm -hmm. and yeah. I got a lot of, well, you saw the feedback was hundred percent. Yes. Do this. And I was just like, all right, like nobody has no, different opinion, whatever. Not that I'm seeking validation because we yep. talked about that before. Not that I was seeking validation from anyone, but also no one, like you just said, no one has my vision for my life. Yep. So when I'm writing on there talking about maybe getting a PhD or becoming a lawyer, they don't, the people who are responding, they just see like, oh yeah, that sounds good or whatever, yeah. but they don't really yeah. know what my vision for my life is. Well, they might think like, but you're a nurse, but that's okay. It's okay to jump out there and do something different or follow the path of follow your dreams and follow your vision. Yeah. And and I don't think it's anything wrong with getting opinions or doing right. polls. Um, because mm -hmm. I did a poll recently. So like it's not it's nothing wrong with right. that. Um, even when we saying that there's nothing to prove, like getting feedback isn't always a bad mm -hmm. thing. You you take that feedback and you do with it what you want. Everybody right. can say yes, and then you could have been like, ah. But you Never know, I right. some more, I prayed about it some more, and it's a no for me, right? And that's right. that's totally fine. So, right. yeah. All right, Maya. <laughs> time for your motivation. All righty. Well, now it is time for Maya's motivational moment. Wealth is quiet. Rich is loud. Poor is flashy. So when we're talking about nothing to prove, when we talk about mm. wealth, which is you just one touched on something real deep. Go ahead. Mm, mm, 
Mm. <laughs> when we talk about wealth, like that real wealth, like that's one thing that almost everybody aspires to have, right? They aspire to have wealth. But some of the most wealthy people you would never know because they don't wear it, right? They don't flash it. Like, it's not like, oh, look, I got all this. Like, that's not what wealthy people do. And I think that society has built a false sense of what wealth is versus what being rich is versus what, you know, being poor is, right? But I think that wealth is subjective. And so people have their own definitions of what wealth is. But more times than not, people associate wealth with having money. Right. And so, and and in this particular case, like I'm talking about money in general, right? So like wealth um, and, and, and having money, but like having that real money, right? So those um, that uh, uh, residual income, right? That, that generational that money, wealth that generational wealth that, you know, like you're building something that, you know, that can go on and on and on, you know, like getting rich, you know, or, or, you know, maybe you hit the lottery or you, you stumbled across some money or whatever. Um, I think that's, that's a little bit different, right? Because then what are you doing with that money? Once it's gone, is gone. Are you reinvesting that money? Like, I think that's what wealth looks like when you're reinvesting and, you know, you're making your money work for you. And then it says, you know, poor is flashy. Again, these words are subjective. Like you said, just wealth, rich and poor. But if you think about it, like some people, I would say like, just, just thinking about teenagers nowadays or just young adults nowadays, really into like getting designer this, designer that but you don't have a car. But, but sis, it's not even just the, unfortunately, it, it, it goes across the lifespan. It is people our age. There are people You're our right. parents' age right. that are not, not that there's nothing wrong with living in an apartment or in a leasing situation because there might be multiple reasons why, because right. you might not even want to own. So don't get me wrong, but let me put it like this. If you're on certain, um, public assistance and you're driving a Mercedes and have a $600 car note and you got the Chanel shoes and the this and the Fendi that says I don't understand what's what are we what are we doing here like you don't you're not you're looking at it all the wrong way look at Bill Gates Bill Gates priorities and no shade to Reebok but Bill Gates walk around in Reeboks yeah. Like Bill Gates do not wear Fendi yeah. and all that flashy stuff. Yeah. He don't got gold chains and that man can afford, well, look at Bezos. Bezos can afford more than Bill Gates now. But yeah. my point is all of them is not showing their it's money. They're quiet. not flashing. Exactly. Correct. It's quiet. Um, And yeah, right. And so, and I think about, you know, everybody has their own priorities. Like I get it. But I think about like high schoolers when it's time for prom, your parents have spend $800 on a dress. Your weave was $500. That's a whole helicopter. But you can't afford your $100 enrollment fee to the college. You can't afford to get transportation. To, like, it's the, like, how, how? And so the question is, like you said, like our topic is, so what is it that you have to, what is it that people feel like they have to prove? Correct, right? Or is it, so, or is it us, the way society perceives, um, not wealth, because I don't think people are trying to show that they're, well, maybe they are trying no, to show I that they got money. Like people yeah. are trying to prove that they're not poor, like, yes, yes. to be poor. Because yes. they got labels. 
Yes. So I need to show that, you know what, with this type of dress and now I, I got all these inches in my head and this, this and that, like I look to a certain standard so people can think that, you know, I'm at this certain standard. Like it's nothing wrong with looking Perception. good for prom and stuff. But if you spend all this money on prom, but can't set a little bit aside to go towards your college career, which can be, you know, your gateway to help to start building wealth because now you're getting deeper education and things like that. I think that that is the disconnect. Yeah, I don't think they understand the value of, like, like there's a question, um, would you, like, if you won the lottery, would you want the immediate payout where they take some crazy amount of taxes out so you only walk away with say say you want a million dollars you only walk away with four hundred thousand dollars or would you take the little installments over the next 40 years of your life would you take the little installments because that adds up longer people are so anxious and mm -hmm. want so much and it's like you you got to slow down and and understand the value of things yes definitely <laughs> definitely mm -hmm. um priority and value is but again that's something that you learn from generation after yeah. generation you know so i also think it has to do with the competition that has been instilled into black people from slavery times competition jess yes and I think that's why a lot of people feel like they need to prove their wealth and their status because like even back in slavery days, there was always a difference in the treatment. And so that regardless of what the competition is these days, that has been um, instilled into us. Cellular trauma at the cellular level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like literally, so I was having this mental conversation with myself the other day. I was at the um the store and I needed a new pair of glasses. And I was, do I like trying to decide, do I get these designer shades or do I get these other shades? Now, I like them both, right? This one just has uh, a bigger name than this one. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend about, 80 more dollars if I get these shades versus this shade and I'm like oh, but but what is that like why what is it add which is why I still don't have the Louis Vuitton that I really want because I can't, we yeah. talked about this I can't spend $1,200 in one place I just can't do it that's right. why when I walk in Towson Mall I, I walk through that luxury wing and I'm like can I, I can I afford this stuff? Sure. Can right. I drop twelve hundred dollars? Sure, I have it. But is that smart? Do that make sense? Right, right. That, no. that was me. Not that was me in the store. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I get these shades. Spend eighty eighty more dollars than I would. Now I have this name on my frame to prove to what? What 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 statement am I making? Like, For do who? I really right. like these For glasses who? more? And I was like, no, I like these other glasses more. And that's what I'm gonna get. You know, because again. That whole nothing to prove. What what am I trying to show you? Oh, I got like, and and if and if me wearing them makes you think, oh, she got money. So what? Then what? Like, what does nothing. that then mean? It doesn't mean Not anything. Or the or the reverse that they think because you don't have the name brand ones that you maybe she don't have money, and still so what? So what does that mean? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So 
that's why I'm like, you know, I'd rather just get what I like, you know, instead of feeling like, oh, I got to prove something. Like, let me wear this. So let me do that. So like, if I do have designer or whatever, it's because I like it and I want it. Not because I felt like I needed to prove something to somebody because I don't. And you got to get to that place in life where you just don't. Yo, I'm going, I, I think we've defined, maybe this is another topic, but I think my husband and I have, like, we've decided we're going through that midlife I don't want to call a crisis, midlife. but that mid, it's we almost midlife since. So I have decided that if it's something that I want to do for myself, I'm going to do it no matter what the cost is. So, for example, I went and got a facial for my birthday. I've been wanting a facial for so long, but I was like, it's so expensive. I don't want to spend that much money on da, 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 da. But I was like, no, I want a facial. I'm going to go take care of my skin. I have dark marks, et cetera. I need to take care of my skin. I've been wanting my teeth whitened for years. I paid the fee at the dentist. I don't do the um the light one. I was I got it from the dentist, got the impressions and everything cuz I want my teeth whitened. Like I'm going to spend money on myself because that's I feel like I'm in that place in my life like it shouldn't matter how much it costs because I that's what I want to do for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not for anyone else like whitening yeah. my teeth it's not proving anything to anybody. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. But I have, and it's not to, sh- it's not for me to show it. I don't know how to explain it because it is on the outside, but it's for me. Right, you ain't, I mean, you weren't flung to everybody like, look, y'all, I got my teeth white. Yeah. <laughs> and if you did, so right. because that's something that you wanted to do, you know, right. but I, I absolutely understand, you know, spending money on the things that I, and I feel like I'm kind of at that place too, like, you know, Spend money on the things that you want to spend money on and feel confident and comfortable in those things. Like, just let it be. So, midlife crisis. And I think I'm at a place where I just don't want to spend any money. So, (laughs) and that's fine too. You might be in a different place where you're at the place in your life where you like, you know what? I don't want to spend my money on this, that, and a third. I want to, whatever you're doing with it, save it or invest it or whatever you want to do with it. It's nothing wrong with that either. So, anyway, the moral of this whole podcast is, you know, not having anything to prove, meaning you don't have to do certain things to impress other people. Like, do what you want to do for you and do what you want to do for you without feeling like you have to always explain yourself because people don't always have the vision um, that you have. People haven't gone through the same experiences that you have to make you make the decisions that you make. Um, so don't feel like you have to prove anything for other people. Do what it is that you need to do for yourself. All right, Jess. Well, let the folks know how to get in touch with us. If y'all want to holler at us. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) If y'all want to reach us, we can uh, be reached via email at pretty, the letter N, purpose, duh, at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs at pretty underscore the letter N underscore purpose duh. And we are Pretty and Purpose Podcast on Facebook. And that's all that we have for today's episode. Until next time, folks. Thanks, PMP Posse.